If you allow yourself to dream, vividly imagine it in your mind, speak it out in faith, then according to God's word whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believing you shall receive. Jesus said he doesn't want us to be anxious about our life. Paul said be anxious for nothing. Why is that? Welcome to All Things Are Possible podcast with your host, S.T. Smith, where you'll get the uncompromised Word of God and bite-sized nuggets. So grab your Bible and get ready for some good news. Now here's your host, S.T. Smith. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of All Things Are Possible. I'm your host, S.T. Smith, reminding you that Jesus is Lord. You are created to have dominion over this earth and all things are possible if you can believe. So with the Word of God open on the screen in front of me, let's look at this week's nugget. You know, a common enemy to success in any person's life is fear, the fear of failure. Because of this, many people become anxious, uh, fearful, distressed, whatever. But almost every time when Jesus presented himself to the disciples after he rose from the dead, his greeting was, fear not or be not afraid. Even when Jesus spoke of all the things that were to come upon the earth in Matthew 24, 6, he said, see that you be not troubled. And in John 14, 27, he said, but let not your heart be troubled. In Matthew 6, 25 to 32, Jesus tells us to take no anxious thought. But this is the first thing most people do when it comes to things like finances, housing, and pretty much all the necessities of life. Look, I don't want to read the whole passage here, but it's a very familiar scripture. Jesus said, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you will eat, what you will drink. Take no thought for your body, what you shall wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Then he goes on to talk about the birds of the air and how they don't worry because the Father takes care of them. But look, jump down to verse 31. Therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. Notice Jesus said, take no thought, saying. See, it's all right to take thought. It's all right to make plans. But don't take thought by saying, what am I going to do? Oh my gosh, look at the interest rates. Look at the economy. Dear God, what are we going to do? They'll only produce fear, doubt, and unbelief. It'll never produce faith. Faith comes by hearing God's word. If you have something to say in this situation, go to the Word of God and say what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians 4.19. But my God will supply all my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus said, don't take thought by saying. Remember, words are the most powerful things in the universe. If they're used correctly, they'll put you over in life and cause you to be successful. If they're used in the wrong way, they'll not only destroy your faith, but will hinder your success in life. Jesus is telling us something here that's very important. Don't take thought by saying. You might think those thoughts sometimes, but don't say them. You can't keep the devil from putting doubt in your mind, but if you'll refuse to speak it, it'll die unborn. Let me say that again. Doubt will die unborn unless you speak it. Once you speak it, you give birth to it. Then it becomes unbelief. So sometimes you have to just grit your teeth and keep your mouth shut. There's a time to speak and there's a time to be silent. When your word level is feeling low and your whatever your faith feels low, don't start trying to make a confession of faith. You'll be making your confessions in fear. You can get built up to the point where you can trust the word of God, 
My God meets my need according to his riches and glory. You've prayed. You've confessed God's word. You believe you've received. You've thanked God for it. There's no doubt in your mind at that point that you've received. You believed it with your heart and confessed it with your mouth. Hallelujah. But five days later, when it hasn't come to pass, the devil comes along and everything seems to be going against you. You're on a low limb, so to speak. That's not the time to start trying to make a confession of your faith. Just rest on what you said in faith five days before. You know, it's possible to make the the right statements, but in fear. As we've already seen from the fifth chapter of Mark, Jairus came to Jesus in faith. He said, my little daughter lies at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed and she shall live. Wow, now that's a faith statement. Jairus spoke those words when his faith was high. He believed that Jesus could heal his daughter. Then later, someone comes and says, Jairus, your daughter's already dead. Just forget it. Don't trouble the master anymore. Jairus had spoken in faith, but now circumstances, the curveballs of life, the winds of doubt were blowing up against him, and he was in a bad situation. This wasn't the time to start making a faith confession. He just needed to rest on the statement he had made when his faith was high. Now, don't get me wrong. You can go to the word of God and quote it in situations like this, but there's a difference between making a confession of God's word as an exercise of faith and doing it in fear. I've heard people say this before, that these things in fear. They were saying it not because of the faith that was in their hearts, but because they were afraid that the very thing was going to happen. They started making confessions in fear. But Jairus kept his mouth shut. In fact, Jesus told him, don't fear, only believe. Only believe what? Only believe his confession of faith he made when his faith was high. You can quote God's word in this kind of situation. Just quote it over and over to yourself. Then when you want to speak the word of faith to affect something, you'll be filled with the word of God. Your faith and your word level will be high. What I'm saying is there's a difference between saying God's word to put it inside you and speaking the word to out to affect something. Look, there are times when all Christians have some doubt. I get it. Don't try to speak the word of faith at those times. Start speaking it to put it in your heart and cause faith to come. Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Or just keep your mouth shut like J. Iris did. You see, words will produce faith or fear. Remember, Jesus said, take no thought saying. Why would Jesus be so concerned about our taking thought by saying? Because he knows saying will produce either faith or fear. Faith-filled words, speak them and they'll produce faith. Speak fear-filled words and they'll produce fear. I can say some things to you that'll produce a degree of faith in you, or I can speak words that'll create a sense of fear in you. Statements like, what are you going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to make this payment? Produce fear. When you fear, you allow Satan to steal the word from you. Every time you say things like this, you're opening the door for the devil to speak to your carnal mind. You have to take no thought by saying anything that would open the door to the devil. The, the, the devil clouding our mind with fearful thoughts is a major area we need to deal with if we expect to walk in God's power and prosperity. Jesus told us to take no thought by saying because the human spirit is designed to produce a like kind of seed that you plant in our heart. We, we discussed this in previous podcasts. If you plant thoughts based on worry, your spirit will produce and in fact lead you to the very thing you fear. 
Remember Job said, that which I have greatly feared has come upon me. Please remember this. Satan is very limited in what he can do unless you fear. Fear releases his ability against you. He can no more prevail against you if you are without fear than God can move in your behalf without faith. Faith brings God's power on the scene, but fear is an invitation to Satan. Learn to control your vocabulary and harness your tongue because by your words, you can release the ability of Satan against your finances, your home, and your physical body. Remember we spoke about idle words and how we'll give account of them? Just remember, fear of failure is an enemy to success. Resist fear as you would resist the devil himself. You can't keep the devil from putting doubt in your mind, but if you refuse to speak it, the doubt will die unborn. Faith-filled words produce faith, and fear-filled words produce fear. Fear brings Satan on the scene. Faith releases God's power on the scene. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and come back for the next episode where S.D. Smith teaches how all things are possible through God's Word.